standing up in McKinney. This is According to Callus. The first day of September 2023, episode 486. We're going to entitle this episode, Burn It All Down, as a question. Before we get any further into the content, let me remind you, please like, share, and subscribe this program. Every bit helps. I, you know, I've graduated. I have four listeners now, but there's a lot of work to done to be done. There's a lot of things going on here in Collin County, in McKinney, in Texas as a whole. The fight is here. The battle is out our back door. Are you ready? It's time to show up and win. That being said, if you want to make a difference, just a tiny little bit difference, rate and review this program. Do it on your favorite social media. Do it on the YouTube before the, they remove me. I'm just kidding. I don't know if they will or not. But, you know, it seems to me anytime somebody gets big, gets some traction, but deviates from the official approved talking points, they get shadow banned. They get removed. They get throttled back. The people that control things don't want anybody else to have any influence or change the trajectory of things. Myself... I'm quite uh, concerned about the trajectory of things, and I'm going to continue to do what I think is the right thing to do and fight back. Try and hold my head high, fight and uh, only hit above the belt, and hold the line, hold the line, hold the line. So with that, here we go. All right. So this is in part a follow-up and an addendum to yesterday's episode. If you haven't listened, go back, listen to 485, which came out on Thursday. We're talking about how to destroy organization. Today we're talking about, I guess, the motivation. And this is all my opinion, as always, my opinion and my understanding of the facts or the information presented. So this should not be seen as me impugning any one person specifically because I don't know their heart. I don't know the details, but I hear things. I see things just like you all do. So don't take anything I say at face value as absolute truth. No, as I often remind you, everything that I say is the truth to the best of my understanding, but you still need to double check me. You need to look into it and you need to talk to the people that you think might know something about it. Again, this is something I talked about yesterday. Some things I'm involved in, some things I just see and observe. And I always try and give an objective understanding of what's going on. Even when I'm involved, I try and look at it from the other person's point of view. Well, you know, they see this or they see that and maybe they're thinking this or thinking that. So I try and give them the benefit of the doubt. I try and be gracious. But it is my observation that there is a... Definite minority within the party I belong to, which to remind you all is what is lovingly referred to as the stupid party. <laughs> There's the evil party, of the Democrats and the stupid party, of the Republicans. And why is it the stupid party? Because we continue to shoot at each other, continue to fight amongst ourselves instead of deal with the problem at hand, which are the progressive leftist socialists that want to take over and ruin this country or run it into the ground. And they are in progress of doing so right now. So we spend all of our time fighting over degrees of difference. We spend oodles of time fighting over the letter of a rule as opposed to understanding what the purpose of rules are. Now, let me just take a pause here because I know 
in the past. I've referenced this. I've talked about this. This is not a thing that really needs to be said, but it should be said. Rules are there to protect people, particularly the minority, the people that don't have a majority when it comes to voting. They're there to make sure that things don't get abusive and out of control and out of hand. But the application of the rules and the um, the quest to utilize the rules to stymie any progress and to prevent anything from getting done is the exact opposite of the intended effect and the intended purpose of the rules. And to continue to use the rules as a bludgeoning tool is counterproductive. It's hurtful. If, if the arguments are being heard and a fair hearing is occurring, why? But again, I see this time and time again. That's as if uh, they're trying to pull a fast one. They're, they're, they're trying to make sure <clears throat> that nothing gets done because they don't like it. It's this attitude of, it isn't what I want, so I'm going to burn it all down. I, I didn't get my way, so I'm going to have a temper tantrum. I'm going to take my ball and go home. However you want to rephrase it, this is what we're dealing with. We spend all of our time going after each other for some quest to make sure that we're all in absolute agreement. Well, no, I'm not going to ever be in absolute agreement, nor should you. We're supposed to be the party of the big tent. Now, I can hear arguments about that either way, but the tent acknowledges that we're all on the same team. But the people within the tent also realize that they don't control everything. And unless something is extremely detrimental or going to bring about destruction, we generally let it go. What we have our internal discussions, and this is, you know, the winning team at this point in time, and we let them run with the ball, right? They have the offense. Let's go. One of the examples I often talk about is the uh, convention of states. I've made no bones about it. I am not a supporter of the Convention of States. But you know what? My convention, SD8 convention, is. It wasn't close. Both in 2022 and in 2020, and I guess going back to 2018, they issued the support for a call for a Convention of States. So I'm not a fan of it, but I also know a great deal of people that are on the Convention of States, particularly in Collin County, and I respect the heck out of all of them. And I like them and I trust them. And quite frankly, if they're successful, I want them to come to me as an ally and say, yeah, we know you didn't want this, but we've got it. You need, you need to come help us. I want to have that ability. I want to have that relationship. And it burns me up that every two years we feel like we need to refight this battle. The, the battle was won in Texas. Let's move on. Let's go. Let's defend the left flank. We're getting attacked all the time. And unfortunately, a lot of times it comes from our own centrists that are busy punching right instead of dealing with the bigger problem to the left. But then when we have the people that are to my right, which look, there's not a lot of them. I, I technically, theoretically, I'm in the 99th percentile when it comes to individual liberty and small government, right? But there are people that feel the need to mandate things on people which isn't a liberty issue. That's a control issue, only from the opposite side. And if you don't disagree with them, you're the problem. You're a rhino. It just devolves in the name calling so quickly. Again, this whole mindset of burn it all down 
or you're not 100% in lockstep with me, you must be my enemy. No, 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 no. The enemy is over there on the left. We need to focus on the enemy on the left, but no, no, we can't do that. Why? Because you might have not dotted an I or crossed a T. We need to destroy it all. You worked with somebody on the establishment. Well, yeah, I mean, the establishment is there for a reason. Uh, I don't like everything they do, um, but they're there. We need to acknowledge the world we live in. We need to deal with what's there. And I would like to believe that the establishment is center-right or center-center at least, and that they should be willing and agreeable to deal with those of us that are right of center or further right of center than they are. And we would want to accommodate them and work with them and move the Overton window our direction, move the general progress of the county, of the state, of even the cities we live in, in that general direction. But instead, we seem to spend an awful lot of time attacking those people. And again, I, I, I'm rehashing this one more time because it seems to me that my, my friends that get lost in this seem to equate moderate with rhino. Now, I am familiar with the term rhino, as I'm sure most of my listeners, we all have our own variations or versions of what we might call a rhino, but the acronym is supposed to be Republican in name only, or their CNO, conservative in name only. And <laughs> then, of course, there's the acronym LIAR, which is Libertarian Impersonating an Actual Republican. I, I might be willing to wear that acronym, but I'm not a libertarian, I hadn't been for quite some time, just because. But that being said, where are we at now? <laughs> we spend all of our time fighting amongst ourselves. We miss the battles that are going on around us. We miss the enemies that have taken the hill because we're so worried about somebody to the right of us or somebody slightly to the left of us that we don't acknowledge the bigger problem at hand. We're doing ourselves a disservice. And honestly, at this point in I don't want to quote the person exactly because I don't know that they want to be dragged into this, but the idea is that these people that are doing this actually get out of middle school because they're behaving like middle schoolers. The temper tantrums, the mm, flaunting of certain things, the, the fighting over meaningless details. If you can't eat, well, let's put it this way. If you can agree on the general idea and it's a question of application or it's a question of implementation, that's one thing. But to throw the whole thing out because of one little detail or one little question is ridiculous. Ridiculous. And I'm here to tell you firsthand, there is nothing more frustrating than dealing with people that refuse to see reason. That completely miss the big picture. That are so spun up that they can't recognize that they're their own worst enemy at times. And to be truthful, we've all been there. We've all had our faults, our failures, our, our misses, right? Now, presumably we get better as we get more mature, as we get older, as we get more seasoned. And again, I've said this time and time again, I have a lot of empathy, a lot of respect for a lot of the activists 
and the, the way they look at things and how passionate they are about it. Because quite frankly, that's me. And 10 years ago, I was less disciplined. 10 years ago, I was less concerned about working with people because I was so sure that I was right and we needed to do it my way or this way that I didn't listen. And quite frankly, we didn't get anything done. We didn't. And as time passed and the movement is matured, the activists have come to the realization that things get done when you work together. When you are willing to compromise on, let's call them not deal breaker issues, right? You're not, you're not violating your principles. You're not going back on your word, but you're like, yeah, we can agree to this. This is okay. We're, we're good. When you're willing to do that, you can get so much more done. But unfortunately, there's a segment that just doesn't see that. They're so sure. Shades of Steven. 10 years ago, maybe even 20 years ago. No, no, I'm right. You're wrong. I'm not listening. We're, I'm going to do my own thing. Well, well, that that's fine if you don't want to get anything done. So let me ask you, if you're center right, if you're right right, if you're hard right, and you are panicking and very, very concerned about the socialist progressive leftists that are running things or are on the cusp of running things, why are you squabbling with people that largely agree with you? Why, why are you taking all this time and energy to, quite frankly, abuse the system when you should be fighting our common enemy? The common enemy is the one that's going to destroy everything. But it seems like your attitude, and this is me interpreting things, your attitude is, if you're not going to do it the way I want, I'm not going to give the leftists an opportunity to destroy it. I'm going to destroy it before them. Now, how does that make sense? Now, uh, you know, look, ladies and gentlemen, I'm a very politically active guy, in case you didn't know that. I'm involved in different things, and I hear things and I see things that the average person won't. And I'm not going to bore you with the details, because quite frankly, a lot of it is boring. It's inside baseball, inside politics, whatever. But the underlying concern I have is the folks that I'm talking about are so sure that they're right and they're so sure that the best action or the best choice they have is to, I don't know, take control of the party for their own means. But in the process of doing so, they're going to destroy the very party that they think they want to run. And I'm not sure that they've given that any thought. I'm not sure that they've considered the consequences. I'm not sure that they really are thinking more than one step in front of them. There are long-term goals. There are things that need to be done. There there are mm, chess pieces on the board that are waiting their turn to be moved. There there are lots of things going on. And it's as if the... uh, Toddler came in the room and went and smacked the chessboard so that you lost track of where all your players are at because they didn't want you to play the game without them. You know, there was the epitaph, right? Uh, The children need to shut up and let the adults in the room take care of business. And I've always been offended by that. And I I still think that's, I think it's, I think that's a very bad way to look at things. I believe there are a lot of people that got on board. They are good activists. 
they are maybe a little immature. They're maybe a little unseasoned, but it doesn't make them wrong. It doesn't make them stupid. It doesn't make them uh, not worthy. Your, your ignorance is something that can be fixed. Your seasoning is something that comes with time. Your, your ability to get things done is something that you have to earn. And everybody earns it a different way, right? To, to think that you can dismiss the establishment because they're not as hard right as you or that they're not as mm, firm on certain things as you are is foolish. There's a reason they're the establishment. They get stuff done. They've been at this a lot longer than you. And yeah, maybe some of them have compromised on things. Maybe some of them have, you know, decided certain things weren't fighting worth fighting over or maybe they did fight over it, they lost, and they moved on. But there's no grace. The, the, their immediate epitaph is their establishment or their rhinos, and we're done with them. Well, no, 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 that's not always the case. Now, I'll be the first to admit, I, I think that we have two rhinos that are elected officials. I've called them out in the past. I, I basically stand by that. But at the end of the day, they're still Republicans. And while I'm very upset with certain things that they have done, I guess that doesn't mean they're not on our team. It just means they're unreliable. So, I mean, if you wanted to throw the term rhino there, I wouldn't fight you on that. But on the flip side, there's a whole lot of people that maybe are just plain moderates. We need the moderates. We want the moderates. They're useful. They're helpful. They're part of the team. And, you know, we should have a little more grace for people that quite frankly, don't feel the same way for various reasons. But if we kick them out, if we throw them away and we've quote unquote purified the party and we now have 30% of the vote, what good did that do? Huh? Are we going to realistically accomplish anything? Are we going to move the Overton window? Are we going to protect Collin County? Are we going to protect Texas? I think not. I mean, if you're content with the idea that we're going to be a permanent minority party, then maybe you shouldn't be on the team. Maybe you're the problem. Maybe if you're so fixated on making sure that everything is the way you want it, you're really no different than the Democrats. You just have a different letter after your name. Your mentality is the same. The socialists think they know better than everybody around them. They think central planning works. Progressives think that they can just drive everything out and that everything is going to be equal and that nobody is, I don't know, more capable or smarter. I mean, that's clearly the case. Uh, no way I would want to get on a basketball court with uh, Michael Jordan. I, I, I belong probably in the bleacher seats watching, but I know this. Likewise, if I was going to have a discussion with, uh, I think Thomas Sowell is still alive, so I'll use Thomas Sowell. I would freely admit the guy has got a better education in economics than I do and a better understanding of a lot of things related to that than I do. And I would cede to his hmm, authority, expertise. Likewise, if I was going to go talk about computers and Steve Wozniak was in the room, I'm not going to challenge a thing that man has to say. We're not all equal. We're all supposed to be seen equal by law. But we know that ain't the case. I mean, I've certainly covered that a number of times. So why would why would we purposely handcuff ourselves 
to the weakest link? Why would we purposely handicap ourselves? I, maybe that's not a good term to use anymore, but I can't think of a better one. Hobble ourselves, right? Why would we hobble ourselves so that we can't go into battle and win? It makes no sense to me. Indeed, the thing that I want most is to win and to hold the line. And it seems to me that if I'm always constantly having to deal with people that are so busy fighting amongst our team, seeking to see, uh, take control of the team, and, and keep in mind, they're essentially a minority. And they think that they should be dictating terms to everybody. And the way they're going to try and pull that off is by driving off the majority of normal people. The majority of the people that, quite frankly, have lives, that, that have other interests, they're going to chase them away. They're going, to, they're going to abuse the system until they're not there anymore. And then this tireless minority of people will effectively seize control of the organization that is committed to protecting Cowan County, committed to protecting Texas, committed to protecting these United States, and they're going to do it largely on the behest of the will and the wants of a couple of people. Now, I'm perfectly content with some of you that are upset with me right now. I'm perfectly content with the idea that some of you aren't even sure what I'm talking about. That's fine. But this is nothing unique. This is nothing new. This has been going on for millennia. It's it's the palace politics, right? It's People that are in the sphere feel like the best way that they can get ahead is to seize control. But if over the course of seizing control, you weaken the authority and you weaken the organization, and it gets to a certain point that there's nothing left. I mean, just if you want a historical narrative, look at how the Roman Empire fall into disarray. Look at how the Byzantine Empire fell into disarray. Look at every empire over time how it's fallen into disarray because the people in charge became more concerned about power and maintaining that power than the community that they were supposed to be leading, that the community they were supposed to be protecting. I have zero desire in duplicating that. I have zero desire in participating in that. So with my last breath, I'm going to push back on this. With my last breath, I'm going to do everything that I can to ensure that the progressive leftists, communists, socialists, whatever you want to call them, don't win in Collin County, that they don't win in Texas. I mean, you could make the argument they already won in D.C. I would be willing to listen to that argument. But Texas has got to hold the line. Collin County has got to hold the line. And if the people on my team can't seem to remember who the enemy is, they need to be re-educated. Yes, and I know fully well what that term means and the implications of it. Because they have the same mindset of all of us. They want to do the same thing to us. They want to bring us on board with whatever it is they want to do. Now, I don't actually have an issue with certain things that are, let's call it a Don Quixote-esque mission. I don't even have a problem with doing the, the Sisyphusian duty, which is, you know, rolling the boulder up the hill only to start every day from the bottom of the hill. I, I get that. And some of that is applicable here. But we are the majority party. We need to act like it. We are the majority party and we should be able to get certain things done and we need to get those things done. We need to quit fighting amongst ourselves, quit destroying ourselves. We need to quit 
nitpicking things that don't really matter in the long run. If you can't attain the major goals and you can't work on the big picture because you're too busy arguing over things that may or may not even be an issue, they may or may not be the problem that you perceive it to be. And I, and I, <laughs> I got to do this. I, I got to use this reference. I, I'm sure I've used it once before. And, and it's probably the best line that I recall from Star Wars. Princess Leia's, and of course I'm paraphrasing because it's been decades since I saw this, but she's talking to Darth Vader and he says, and she says to him, the firmer you grasp, the harder you squeeze, the more we simply squeeze between your fingers talking about sand, right? And I'm sure it's not unique. I'm sure there's nothing utterly profound there, but that's just the the best example of this, right? These people that are doing this stuff, they want the control and they want absolute control and nothing can question them. And the harder they squeeze, the more people leave, the more people vacate, the more people quit working with them. The concept being, if you want to pick up the most amount of sand, you do it with an open hand, right? You, you, Cup, the, cup your hand and pick up that pile of sand and you'll get a lot more done. You'll hold a lot more sand. You'll get the work done quicker because you can hold more that way. But if you squeeze it tight and you, and you press upon it, you're going to lose it. People are going to walk away. They're not interested. They don't want to, you're, you're forcing them out of your own hand. You got to ask yourself, is it possible there's something else going on here? Is it possible that they're not actually trying to win? Is it possible that they're willing to fully destroy and sacrifice all the good work, all the all the positive attributes just to seize control? Is it possible that it's really the cult of personality and everything else is second or third to that? That's your decision. You've heard my story and now my follow-up. Do your own investigation. Feel free to doubt me. Feel free to question me. Feel free to question my motives. I've been upfront about it. If, if you want to protect Texas, if you want to protect Collin County, the best way to do it is through the Republican Party of Collin County. And the best way to protect the Republican Party of Collin County is quite frankly... Don't try to absolute control everybody and everything. You need to realize that different people on the team think slightly different than you do, and you need to be okay with it. Been there, done that. I have at least 10 t-shirts. We can all do this. We can get the work done, and we can protect and defend Texas. And that should be our primary goal. You need to question your own motives out there. Until... Tomorrow, no, actually it won't be tomorrow, until Labor Day, I'm going to have a Labor Day special, I guess, Uh, I will see you on the other side.